Today on the newscast, we are reporting from Bahrain. Get all the latest news from this pivotal Persian Gulf country coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to Bahrain. Yes, I was in Jerusalem yesterday. Now I am in Bahrain, a pivotal country, an island uh, in the Persian Gulf off the coast of Saudi Arabia and Abraham Accords Nation. Now let me set the scene for you right now where we are. First of all, we're on the outskirts of the capital of Bahrain, Manama. Yes, we are in the desert right now, but don't let the scenery fool you here. This is a very developed country uh, with a booming economy. Uh, very active oil industry, not surprisingly, but so much more going on here in Bahrain. I I'm learning as we go here. I am part of the first ever evangelical Christian media delegation to visit Bahrain. Uh, pretty cool and pretty historic to be a part of this. And the delegation is led by our good friend Joel Rosenberg, New York Times best-selling author many times over, and editor-in-chief of All Israel News and All Arab News. Of course, you've seen Joel here on the Watchman newscast in previous months, but Joel has put together a great delegation. Also, I'm joined by my good friend from CBN News, Chris Mitchell, their Jerusalem bureau chief, and Dan Cohen, uh, Jerusalem bureau chief for Newsmax TV. We are here along with some prominent business leaders as well. Started in Israel. We're making a, a stop for several days here in Bahrain and then we're going to another country. I can't reveal yet but you will see in the days to come here on the newscast and then we will double back and end our trip next week back in Israel. But Bahrain uh, number one, country of about 1.5 million people. When I told people I was going to Bahrain, they said, where's Bahrain? You might be thinking the same thing. Again, a small island off the coast of Saudi Arabia, but I would say it punches far above its weight. And now that Bahrain is an Abraham Accords nation, it's a complete game changer. More on that in a minute. And the larger ramifications linking the Abraham Accords and Bahrain, uh, indirectly, of course, to the unrest on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem right now, which continues. But in terms of setting the scene, folks, over my shoulder, you see the Tree of Life. Now, this is a UNESCO World Heritage Site here in Bahrain. It's 450 years old, but that's not the most important thing about it. We're in the desert. There is no water around this tree. No one knows how this tree continues to live, what sustains it, no water anywhere, but nevertheless, the tree of life lives in the middle of the desert. This one solitary tree against all odds. And I would compare that in many ways. And I give credit to uh, my, my videographer, my good friend, Duty, for pointing this out. I would compare this uh, to the Abraham Accords nations and nations like Bahrain, a single, a single oasis in effect of peace and sanity in a very restless region here in the Middle East, which brings us to what's going on in Jerusalem right now. Uh, and by the way, we're here to see the effects of the Abraham Accords in Bahrain. Okay, the deal was signed in 2020 with Israel. Now what's happening? How is the deal flourishing? What is the Abraham Accords brought to this country, to Israel? Much more to come in the coming days here in the newscast. But on the Temple Mount today, once again, and we've been covering this over the past several days here in the newscast, uh, unrest clashes once again atop the Temple Mount, emanating from the Al-Aqsa Mosque. We've got hundreds of Palestinian rioters uh, congregating inside the Al-Aqsa Mosque, using it to store weapons and launching attacks from the mosque. 
against Israeli police outside on the, the Temple Mount Plaza, also against worshipers at the Western Wall below. During Ramadan, uh, during Passover, uh, this is happening. They are incited and instigated by Hamas. Today, again, the clashes became violent after Friday prayers and before Friday prayers as well. And what they are trying to do is create an atmosphere, an anti-Israel atmosphere throughout the region. Now, you might say, well, there already is an anti-Israel atmosphere throughout the region. True, in some spots, for sure. But that has been changing through the Abraham Accords and through new ties that Israel has, strengthening ties with the Sunni Arab nations as that Iran axis looms. But we talked to Israel's first ever ambassador to Bahrain today, Eitan Na'eh, a historical figure in his own right, the first ever Israeli ambassador in Manama. And he told us, look, there is a larger force at work with these Temple Mount riots. It's Hamas, which means the Muslim Brotherhood, the global Muslim Brotherhood movement. Remember, folks, we forget, but Hamas is a branch, the self-described Palestinian branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. That's one part of it. The second part is the Iranian regime. Hamas, yes, a Brotherhood branch, but also a proxy of Iran, if you can follow. They've got all the worst associations does Hamas. And the ambassador told us today, look, these riots are a way to torpedo, to end, to derail the Abraham Accords. What did he mean by that? Well, intentionally stoking chaos atop the most sensitive site in the world, the most coveted piece of real estate in the world, the Temple Mount, the third holiest site in Islam, the Al-Aqsa Mosque, if you stoke tension there intentionally, Israel, when you're attacking Israelis with Molotov cocktails and firecrackers, Israel has to respond to protect themselves, the Israeli police and Israeli civilians. And you have a false media narrative pushed by the likes of Al Jazeera, which beams across this region and across the Muslim world saying that Israel is desecrating the Al-Aqsa Mosque. It couldn't be further from the truth. Yes, Israeli police very reluctantly, as a last resort, have had to enter the mosque, but only to clear out rioters and take a hold of those weapons that were being used against them. Meanwhile, and we have footage of this, rioters inside the mosque have been throwing Molotov cocktails from inside the mosque, uh, walking around in the mosque with shoes on and actually playing soccer inside the mosque. Who's desecrating this Muslim holy place? It would be the rioters. But the agenda, the narrative on Al Jazeera and other major outlets, unfortunately, here in the region is painting Israel as the aggressor in this case. How does that hurt the Abraham Accords? What was the ambassador's point today? Well, it creates, it turns public opinion against Israel in the region. We've had Jordan, with which Israel has a peace treaty, obviously, since 1994. The United Arab Emirates, with his, which it was part of the Abraham Accords also in 2020, came on board. Now they've issued strong statements condemning Israel on the Temple Mount. So the narrative has become twisted and what Iran and Hamas and the Brotherhood by instigating these riots. And we saw Hamas flags today. We've seen them throughout the past week. Hamas flags waving on the Temple Mount at the Al-Aqsa Mosque. We see who is behind this, folks. And what they are doing, I, I, I am sad to say, successfully in many cases, is turning public opinion in the region against Israel when it comes to the Jerusalem issue. And ultimately the goal of Iran and Hamas is to weaken the ties between Israel and the Sunni Arab world. 
I don't think it's going to work, but it makes things much more difficult for sure. But what I can see in the short term, I can tell you from being here in Bahrain and, and talking to leaders, diplomats in other countries, the Abraham Accords are very solid. They've, they've been a boon not only to the Sunni Arab world, of course, but to Israel as well. And good things are happening and blossoming uh, through the Abraham Accords. So the Abraham Accords have been a great thing. We hope that they grow. But folks, anyone who questions, hey, whether this is a good thing, I said this when they were signed in 2020. I say it again now. You can tell a lot about the Abraham Accords by who opposes it. Who, oppose, who opposes the Abraham Accords? The Iranian regime, Hamas, the Muslim Brotherhood, Hezbollah, Erdogan in Turkey. So I would say, judging by that enemies list, that the Abraham Accords, the nations that are a part of it, are on the right side of history. We're watching all of this, a bird's eye on the ground view from Bahrain and much more to come from here and other countries in the region in the week to come. So keep it right here on the Watchman newscast. And again, there is much more to see in Bahrain. It's not, trust me, it's not all desert. Get that idea out of your head about the Middle East. Manama, a thriving, beautiful, modern city. You'll see over the next few days here in the newscast, we will show you, but until then, Thanks so much for joining us. God bless you from Bahrain, from the Tree of Life. Remember, never hold your peace.